The SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Prediction Strike. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use promo code SGPNFF to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. No, it is not a Thursday. It is a Friday, but that's okay because the content train continues to roll here at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Of course, this is the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rod Gomez. Find me on Twitter. Find this show all over the place. You can find me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. by the way. That's where you can find me. Uh, if you don't already follow me, follow me there. Uh, I am being joined today by, listen, this guy is one of my former students, and he has always wanted to uh, uh, do this type of thing and be on this type of show. And I figure, what better way to be a good instructor than to bring on one of my former students who is very sports knowledgeable, very fun, and now a member of our home league, our belt league, uh, Joshua Belding. Josh, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on and to uh, to hopefully kickstart this thing that you want to do with your life as far as sports uh, broadcasting. Anytime I get to sit and talk with you, Mr. V, Rod, whatever, I don't know what to call you in this kind of <laughs> informal, formal setting, so it's a little weird, but I'll, I'll just call you Rod, you know. Um, you know, I'm very excited. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So Josh, here we go on this adventure and, uh, the show runs a little bit differently than most podcasts that you're probably used to listening to. We put three minutes on the clock, uh, and we, we start to talk down all of the topics that we have on board. And today let's talk about flex, shall we? I know there's people that, uh, have some problems at their flex positions and they're looking for guys, uh, to try to see who to start, who to sit. But anyways, we load up three minutes on the clock and then we listen for this which tells us we've got 30 seconds left. And then when this is it, that means time is up and we put our pencils down and we move on to the next person. So I am going to, uh, in the meantime, I'm going to check and see if those rules are good for you. Are you good for that? Yeah, you got my consent. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we have to make sure nowadays, right? So yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. So three minutes on the clock. We're talking flex. And uh, we're going to start with a guy that I love a lot, and I loved him coming into the season, and I still love him. I know he had a down week last week, uh, but Stockton Boy represent Brandon Cooks. In the flex position this week, I'm okay with flexing him. I know that, again, like we said, his his uh, last game, he's coming off of a game that not didn't necessarily represent the best of Brandon Cooks. Uh, five for 47, not what he had before. Uh, but I think he's getting enough run, Josh. And I want to know what you think about Brandon Cooks. Are you, are you comfortable with him as a flex play? Where are you, yeah. where's your head at? Yeah, I'm actually fairly comfortable with him. I'd be even more comfortable if Watson was behind center, you know, but given the, the QB play, uh, he's the, he's the go-to guy, uh, especially with, 
you know, uh, I think it's a rookie quarterback playing over there. There's a little bit of familiarity with, with Cooks. He's been proven. So, you know, he's hitting, uh, you know, uh, seven targets, 14, a couple of like here at seven, I think, last week. So, you know, he's still trending up in the, the higher reception targets. Uh, I like his yards. It wasn't too bad, 47. There wasn't a touchdown. Only got one of those to go on the season. Um, but for your flex guy, I mean, shoot, he's got well over, you know, 300, four, close to 400 yards for uh, the season so far. So, I mean, you can't really go wrong with that. Yeah, and where people were taking him, I mean, obviously he was definitely well in that flex territory. People were taking him in the later rounds, right? 39th overall in, in standard, 90th overall in PBR. I mean, there's a lot of folks, oh, I'm sorry, 90th overall, but 37th in wide receiver in PPR. Okay. So, you know, you, you're making that decision on whether or not you should start a, a Brandon Cooks. And and really, and for me, if you're looking in the, in the realm of are you starting Brandon Cooks, are you starting Marquise Brown? you know, that type of thing, I would definitely, I know that the experts say to start Marquise Brown, but I would feel more more comfortable starting Brandon Cooks over Hollywood Brown because Hollywood Brown has been a lot of boomer busts lately. And for me, Brandon Cooks, I know, like I said, he's coming off of that game that doesn't make everybody comfortable, but he is getting the targets, right? I mean, that that's what we had laid out before. Um, yeah. And I sure. think that, that David Mills has to go somewhere. So Brandon Cooks becomes that guy. Um, I don't know. Did you draft a lot of Brandon Cooks coming into this season? or? You know, I, I, I'm actually in three different leagues, uh, including yours or ours. I don't know what you want to call it. Um, and I forgot, I've actually got him in one league. Um, you know, being he's a hometown kid, there's, you know, pulls on the heartstrings already. But then, like I said, he's been proven time and time again. He's always beating my team. So this year I, just, I decided this is my guy. I'm not getting beat by him this year. I got a lot of them in best ball. That's I. He just seemed to follow me in the right position in best ball. So I grabbed a lot of Brandon Cooks, and I'm not necessarily regretting it because, again, uh, coming into this week, he's he's been locked in as my uh, my wide receiver three, and really basically in my flex position in those leagues that I have him. And I, I'm not mad about it. Like I said, I think better things are ahead for him this week. You know, the touchdowns will pick up. They're not there right now. He's only got the one. But as the season goes, he's going to keep grooving. Um, he's one of those guys that I feel like kind of matures as the season goes, doesn't break down. Um, he's, I mean, rock solid. Yeah. yeah. If, if you got him and you're trying to figure out someone to roll with, I, I'd roll the dice with him for sure. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, I am. Yeah, I was going to say, so am I. Uh, he's going against New England this week. And so I know they've been a tough defense, but not necessarily the toughest. So I think that's a good matchup for him. Revenge uh, game. Revenge. Oh, yeah, you're right. Revenge game. Look at That's the narrative yeah. that we're looking for right there. He's going to blow up for 600 yards. Uh, I was <laughs> speaking of somebody who was blowing up for, for some big yards. And this is a guy that I feel like gets almost zero love. And he can do great things week to week and Leonard Fournette still sort of gets poo-pooed. Um, but he is a guy that I think you can roll out as, I mean, look, I know that wide receiver, or I'm sorry, running back to, um, is, is not, it could be in the realm of possibility, but I'm okay with a flex position. Um, he did blow up for 92 yards. He had 20 rushes for 92 yards against the Patriots last week, going up against Miami this week. Um, the usage is, is not as solid as you want to see it. He never, he definitely did not get 20 carries before last week. And I don't know what, what prompted them to bring. I mean, I guess it was another revenge game too. Uh, right. or not revenge game, but it was a, a, a revenge game all around for them. But anyways, beside the point, right? I think Leonard Fournette is a flex option. Definitely somebody that I'm willing to roll out as a flex. 
uh, I, what, what say you, Josh? Yeah, so it, it always boggles my mind when it comes to Leonard Fournette because, like you said, not a lot of people give him the the push that I think he's you know valued at. Um, even when he was with Jacksonville, I was picking him. I mean, I loved Fournette. I watched him in college, bulldozer, uh, the type of running back that you want, and especially if you, if that's your flex option, I think your running back one and two are probably pretty good. You know, if you can slot him in the flex. Um, I love the connection that he has as far as with Tom Brady, you know, the, the passing game is there on top of his already spectacular ground game. Uh, no touchdowns, you know, which is a little shocking because I, I feel like he's a goal line type of back, not really the bruiser, type, you know, type to, you know, get the, the every down goal line snap, but still nonetheless, I'm a little surprised at the no touchdowns. Um, what's promising was the attempts. Like you said, those are picked up by, you know, majority of, of amount there he went from like i think the the week before that was like four and then you know jumped up a whole 16 up to 20 so that's promising um i i'd I give him a green light and that may just be because like i said in past seasons he's gotten me a lot in a long distance um i'd go with him for sure so if I'm looking, because again, he was drafted in that range. Him and Ronald Jones were really just frustrated people, and that's why I think they fell to the draft because Fournette was going around the, the running back 30 range. And so, you know, again, if you, if you drafted him that late, then you're certainly considering him in that flex territory just about every week because, like you said, your running backs are probably pretty good up until then. But, like, if I'm looking at him between him and, like, a Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, you know, who hasn't necessarily made uh, fantasy managers very happy lately, um, no, I would start. I would probably start Fournette over a a Clyde Edwards-Hilaire this week um, and maybe not look back. It's a a frustrating thing to have to do to to sit Clyde Edwards-Hilaire because you know that... You know, he, he produced for you for a week and you were happy with that a couple of weeks. Um, but in the long run, I think Fournette in that flex position is going to do you better uh, than, than a guy like Clyde Otis Hilaire this week. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and it's it's the Tom Brady led Buccaneers. You can't really say anybody on that team is going to have a bad game when you got the natural born leader running the team like that. Yeah, everybody everybody on a Tom Brady offense becomes valuable, and that's that's almost the truth. You saw it in all the targets, even like Scotty Miller and all those guys. So, um, yeah. yeah. But on the flip side of that, does everybody on a uh, Trevor Lawrence offense become valuable? That's, that's the question of the season, I suppose. Uh, but this guy seems to have broken through. Uh, and then we're talking about Marvin Jones, and we'll get to his counterpart in a second. But Marvin Jones quietly becoming one of those guys that, uh, that Trevor Lawrence can count on. Uh, and, and now even that we've seen that DJ Chark is out, uh, this may even mean more for Marvin Jones. I know it didn't necessarily pan out the way we'd hoped it to against the Bengals, he only went three. He caught all three of his targets for 24 yards, but we were expecting a lot more, especially with um, Chark going down early. But that became the guy we're going to talk about in a second show. But look, he had nine targets in week one, 11 in week two, eight in week three. Somebody that is consistently getting targeted, uh, again, short of last week. I think Cincinnati did a good job against him. But Josh, is, is Marvin Jones a flexible option this week? Flex him. I mean, I know I'm saying flex them all right now, but these guys, are they're killer. You have a great lineup rolled out so far. But Jones Jr., I really like him. Um, got a couple touchdowns on the season. So you have that in your pocket uh, to rely on. Like you said, the, the targets weren't really there last week, but, you know, that just could have been a, 
product of the game, how it flowed. And, you know, the, the run game was, you know, relied on heavily more. It just depends. Um, but I, I like Jones. I like Jones Jr. Um, I follow him on just about any social media. That's one of my actual, like, non-Eagle favorite players. I like him a lot. Um, and he, and with, like you said, with Chark being out, that's, that's a huge, huge factor in the game. Because uh, I know that Lawrence likes Chark. They got that reputation together. And um, so now he's going to have to push that even further with Jones Jr., which I have no problem with him uh, shouldering that load. Yeah, and this is an early game. This is the London game. So this is going to be very, very early in the morning. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. They're not doing that. Is it? I know they're the one o'clock game. I can't remember anymore who the early always game London, is. always London, so I just assume. Everybody's London. I always, because Jacksonville usually does play, do play the, the London game. So, yeah, all right, never mind. Uh, maybe I'm up yeah. too early in the mornings. Uh, but look, if I'm, because I know that there's some folks that love the catchiness of a Darnell Mooney um, led team i suppose and and if they're considering between a guy like marvin jones and darnell mooney uh, i'm definitely giving marvin jones the the uh plenty of green light to flex him over a guy like that um you know because that, that's the kind of range that we're talking about here and and with the potential for marvin jones to pick up a lot more work um i'm certainly gonna gonna roll that dice with him and in fact look i'm even gonna go so far as to say that i would probably end up um starting him over a guy like uh, even Antonio Brown, for that matter. Um, yeah. I-, I would feel more comfortable with the opportunity for Marvin Jones over. And I know we just talked about uh, um, t- uh, <laughs> Tom Brady <laughs> making Tampa all that valuable. But to me, I still think Marvin Jones has a better shot at being a wide receiver one. Um, than- but you have a better chance at, you know, at filling your belly when there's less to divvy out. You know, or when, you know, less people to take from the trough in, you know, like I said, you got Chark that's down, Jones Jr. steps up, over with, like I said, Antonio Brown, you've got Mike Evans, Godwin, I don't, Gronk, I don't think is playing. Right, even, you know, Howard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's so many, so I would, I would stand right beside you on that standpoint as, you know, I would take Jones Jr. over, you know, quite, a, he wouldn't be a starter, he wouldn't be a one or two, but. You know, I'd take him, since we're talking flex, I'd take him in the flex all day and feel comfortable and, you know, Absolutely. That'd, be, that'd be all right me. Uh, so we'll move over to his counterpart. We'll talk about LaVisca Chanel, uh, because he is the other one that stands to benefit from a DJ Charkless offense over there in Jacksonville. Same sort of, uh, same sort of, of thought process as Marvin Jones Jr. The, the targets are going to be there for him. He was actually the one that benefited more from that game in Cincinnati, he had seven cat or six catches on seven targets for 99 yards, uh, and and looked every bit as the guy that uh, Trevor Lawrence was leaning on to get him through. But again, with a week of practice, Marvin Jones can probably reassert some sort of uh, dominance there again. But I mean, is this fool's gold, Josh? Or are we buying into this this production from Chenault last week? You know, uh, it's a lot better than the negative three yards that he had in week two. Uh, <laughs> so if, if you're comparing, you know, that you know it's kind of apples to oranges there. But I, I, I'm not sure if I'm really sold on him. Um, first off, I don't really even know how to pronounce his name, so I can't. <laughs> it's a hard, it's a hard sell for me when I'm like, <laughs> I, I can't even co-sign your name right now, you know. <laughs> um, but I, I just, I don't really feel that the production has been there maybe in a few games, if he stacks up some more yards and some more receptions, like he did last week, 
Um, you know, maybe then I'll even attempt to learn his name, <laughs> but right now I know Chark. I know Jones Jr. That's in Lawrence. That's all I need. Um, but he's all right. He's, he's all right. He's not the worst, but I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't really slot him in my, in my flex. What, what I love about bringing on fresh voices too, is that the fantasy community echo chambers sometimes on names and LaVisca Chenault has been one since the off season that the entire industry just hammered on hammered on and and games like this the one that last you know he had last week there were so many victory laps right but what people forget is that the the players that are out there that aren't glued to every sort of of uh, a piece of I guess data driven everything are out there and that we, there's some people that are like, I don't even know LaVisca Chanel. Like, wh- who? Like, he popped out of nowhere. He had negative three yards the other day. Now he has 99. Now I'm supposed to trust him. But there were people that were banging the drum from him all season long that were saying, this is the game. But who knows? He could go back to a negative three-yard game like he did in week two again this uh, season. So we got we to gotta remember, folks, that there's varying levels of fantasy players out there and that not all of them have followed LaVisca Chenault from college on to the pros, right? Yeah, count me in as one of those guys. <laughs> and that's fine. <laughs> I want people to understand that not everybody is, is you know, somebody that lives and breathes all the data that's out there. So uh, the echo chamber of social media sometimes is okay. Uh, all right, so let's move on. I know I didn't even clock that one, but that was uh, we were ready to move on for that one. Uh, Zach Moss is another guy that I believe is a great flex option. Um, another one of those guys in a situation where you know a lot of people didn't want to draft him early on in a, a standard league. He was going off at consensus thirty six and ADP uh, in the running back position overall, like ninety right. And in a PPR, he was overall one hundred four, but uh, quietly, Zach Moss has been sort of scratching his way to the surface of this uh, Buffalo running game. Uh, and, I, and I say that, and I really mean that he was building. He had eight carries in week two, 13 in week three, 14 in week four. Um, not a whole lot in the, in the passing game so far. Uh, but again, between him and Singletary, it just feels like Zach Moss is the one that is uh, garnering most of the usage. So... Um, I, I don't know where you sit with him, Josh. Do you even have him? Are you rostering him in any leagues? But uh, what are you feeling about Zach Moss this week? So I roster his counterpart in Singletary. Actually, I <laughs> rostered his counterpart. I actually had just dropped him this past week. I'm very frustrated with Moss because of his production over Singletary's. So it, in my opinion, I'm taking Moss because I had the other option on the on the bank or at Bengals on the Bills squad. And he sat on my bench and I just watched Moss produce, produce, produce over him. And now I've kind of just got this jealousy that I'm deep, deep into. And, you know, it's one of those love to hate. So I'll take Moss. I'll take him in my flex. I'll take him in my running back too, because that's where I had Singletary for the first few weeks. But, you know, since we're talking flex, flex him up. Yeah, well, and that's the thing too. I think he's a guy that you could end up starting as a as a running back too, with some sort of confidence this week too, if you really needed. I mean, again, if you if you got Zach Moss, you probably either drafted a, a good couple of running backs early, or you drafted Zach Moss as your or you know Singletary or Zach Moss as your running back too, and now you're looking for help. Um, so again, if you're looking at Zach Moss in a flex situation. 
I certainly think that that is uh, you, you could be doing worse. Uh, and again, it's he's rostered. He's rostered in eighty three percent of Yahoo leagues, seventy seven percent of ESPN leagues. So you probably you're trying to make this decision this week on whether or not you should start him. Um, and and I think that that's actually a good idea for you to do that. I would. I mean, it's right now just about every other game he's scoring a touchdown on average um, in the young season. Um, he's got three on the year, which you know is three more than a lot of other running backs. Uh, he's not a focal point of the passing game. Like you said, that's, you know, doled out around other areas on the team. But if you're looking for someone to, that's going to get the, you know, 10 to 15 attempts, that's your guy, you know, with potential bust, you know, boom or bust, a touchdown. I'll roll. I'd roll. I, like I said, I'll roll with him. And think about it this way. They're playing the chiefs this week. So you know, you absolutely know this game is going to be bonkers. And there's going to be so many fantasy points out there that it's just a matter of, of you got to grab a piece of that. And Zach Moss is definitely a piece of that. And he's a growing piece of that. So, um, yeah, I mean, load him up. I, I have a feeling that this is going to be one of those games where you're going to be thoroughly happy that you played any one of these guys that are on the field. Well, it's a sling, sling an offense on both sides. You know, like you said, Chiefs and the Bills. It, any one of their quarterbacks could, you know, sling it, hand it off, and turn it into a 50-point game within the first two, three quarters. Yeah, it's definitely going to be fun to watch. I mean, that's the night game, too, so all eyes will be on that game, and uh, you should be happy that you flexed Moss if you if you need to. So, uh, all right, something else you'll be happy to do is stick around. We'll be right back. We got some bills to pay. When we come back, we're going to run down the last five, and uh, boy, this is... Uh, Great, let's talk about flex session with Josh. So we'll be right back. Right now you're sitting there and you're thinking to yourself, how can I win money and boost my odds at the same time? Well, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. And we're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. You get exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. So get in on all your favorite teams, players, sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and so much more. There are great promos, odds, and payouts. It's all happening right now at WinBet. You want boosted parlays? You want live in-game odds on every major sport? Well, guess what? We have what you need to win. Are you ready to play? Sign up today. Receive a special offer, a risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download Bet Win. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. We are proud to be brought to you by PropSwap. It is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go right now. Check out the new PropSwap.com. It is packed with fresh features like filtering tickets based on value to find the best odds available. You can browse the activity feed to stay in the know. And we've got a loyalty rewards program that turns sales into extra cash and much more. Go use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match it up to $500. That's awesome almost $500 for free. How can you turn that down? If you love sports betting, and let's face it, we know you do, you need to be using PropSwap. With PropSwap, your bet does not even need to win in order to make money. That is my favorite part of this whole thing. It doesn't even need to win. All it needs to do is improve. When making your bet, though, always remember to go for two. Make two tickets on the same team or player so you can sell one for a profit and keep one to leave yourself some skin in the game. 
Join the thousands of buyers across the country right now that are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every single day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. If you're in the market for a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair, Keeps has you covered. They have convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months, so you don't even have to leave your home to get it. You want low-cost treatments? Start at just $10 a month, and Keeps offers generic versions of those treatments, so they keep the cost down. Not to mention, there's discreet packaging and proven results. Keeps has more five-star review than any of its competitors so you know it's the real deal prevention is key treatments can take four to six months to see results so definitely act fast now before it starts to get any worse if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss go to keeps.com slash sgp to receive your first month of treatment for free that's keeps.com slash sgp to get your first month free keeps.com slash sgp Five down, five to go. Let's talk about flex, baby. Let's talk about Henry Ruggs. I think is what we're going to move on to. But let's talk. Uh, let's talk about flex with Josh Belding again, one of my former students. But uh, bringing him on to talk some fantasy football uh, because I, I think this guy's got some promise in the industry, and uh, we're going to get we're going to get his foot in the door. Why not? Right? Give back. This this show is all about giving back. Uh, so, Josh. Let's uh, let's talk about Henry Ruggs. This this Vegas offense, um, I, it was a sad, sad state of affairs for me. I, I don't want to rehash my Scott Fishbowl disappointments, but uh, Derek Carr actually leading this team to a pretty decent uh, season so far, short of last week. But Henry Ruggs factoring into this, and and I have a feeling that he's going to continue to factor into it and and enough to put him in your flex position. How are you feeling about rugs there, Josh? I like rugs. Uh, I have cars starting as my quarterback. So last week was kind of a scare. Uh, you, you have the guy that leads the, the league in yards uh, running out there, and you would think, okay, he's going to continue to do that. And then he had 10 yards at the end of the half, and it was like, well, if he's got 10 yards, what do the rest of the guys have? Because I also had Waller. And so those two guys, uh, you know, when you're talking about the offense, you can't, you can't talk about the offense without those two. And Ruggs, coming out of college, he was someone that I thought would be a stardom, you know, headed for stardom. Pardon me. Um, and he's done it. You know, he's done his part. He's not, you know, he's not a bust. Uh, there's days that he has his booms. Last week was awesome. He had, he had the, the six targets. He caught three of them for 60 yards, um, nine points on the on the day. So for a sl- slot guy, for a flex, that's about right around, you know, where you would want your floor to be, you know, nine points. Anything lower than that is kind of a disappointment to me. So he's right at the cusp of start or uh, sit for me, but I like him a lot, and I'm a little biased because I actually do have Carr uh, as my starter. But he came through last week, um, ended up slinging the ball. Once they got behind, it kind of put the the wide receivers and tight ends at a better position to uh, explode there. And so I, I, I don't I don't really root against the uh, the Raiders there, but I could see them falling behind again in this type of situation happening where they have to air sling it again and. It won't be the worst thing for guys like Ruggs and Waller and 
uh, Renfro, stuff like that. But uh, out of all out of all the three, when you're talking about those, I'm I'd start Rugs. So when I look at this game against Chicago, I mean, I don't, we don't know what Jacobs is going to be back to 100%. Kenyon Drake was, you know, part of that mix. Barber was part. So that running game kind of disappointed a little bit there against the Chargers. And I have a feeling that uh, Derek Carr is going to be very irritated with how he played and come back out and try to light the world on fire again. And I think it was a good point that you had brought up about his floor being somewhere in that nine-point range which is what we've seen. But we also can see a ceiling, which was at week two at Pittsburgh, you know, five catches, 113 yards, and a touchdown. So that that is a good ceiling for a guy like Henry Ruggs. And it doesn't take a lot of catches for Ruggs to get to that ceiling either because he's a big play potential guy. Um, so I have a feeling that there'll be at least one or two big plays against Chicago. And I, and I have a feeling that Ruggs might be on the uh, receiving end of one of those big plays. So I am a very, I'm very high on rugs this week and thinking that he's going to be a very good candidate for your flex position um, and could end up finishing again. I think maybe even as a, as a low end uh, wide receiver too, by the end of the, the matchup against Chicago, it's not a very bad matchup uh, that that Chicago defense is very, very porous at this point. Not what they used to be, huh? No, no. Those 85 bears are crying. They're weeping pretty heavily. <laughs> Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Stay in the receiving position, but we're going to go to the JET at Jets, Jets, Jets. This is the London game, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, I just got used to the Jaguars being that, but no, this is the London game. This is going to be the early game for you to pay attention to. Uh, but Jamison Crowder is back, and he is back with a vengeance, and he is back against a team in Atlanta that is not very good. This very well could be an opportunity for Jamison Crowder to very much reassert his dominance and to to not just be a flex position guy for you going forward, but maybe start weaseling his way back into that wide receiver two, low end wide receiver one, start him every week category. But uh, Josh, do you trust this Jets offense after their big win against Tennessee last week? Yeah, actually, um, you know, a lot of people poo-poo on them because, you know, they got the rookie quarterback. Um, the offensive line isn't the greatest. Uh, the new coach, I like Sala, by the way. I think he's solid. Hasn't been proven yet, but I, he's good. Crowder, he's been proven. You know, every single year, uh, he's usually one of the guys in the talks where, hey, is he a late-season ad? You know, dang it, I missed out on him. Pick him up on the waiver. Right now, you know, you, in our league, he's sitting in the free agent pool. Um, which I, I, I looked at him this morning and, you know, like, he had nine targets last week, you know, and for someone that is a veteran on that team with a rookie quarterback, he's going to be someone they heavily rely on. And I think since he's missed a few, few games of this year, he's got something to make up for. So that way he could end up back at the full season numbers like he normally is. Um, but I, I like Crowder. I like Crowder. I gave him a look this morning. I didn't pick him up. But, you know, the, the nine targets were entice, enticing. He had seven of them, pulled seven of them in with the touchdown, 19 points in his first game back. Uh, like you said, I think he'll be climbing his way back up to the, not just in your flex or slot there, but your actual starting wide receiver line. So what you're saying is he was available in our league, right? Because as soon as this is over, I'm going to pick him up and uh, and roll him out because uh, I have a feeling that he's going to be better than anybody. Full disclosure, man, my home league, the one that we're in together, it is the worst league that I'm in all. I just, it's so bad. I'm, I'm, I have no wins 
And I just don't understand where I went wrong in, in putting that team together. It's just been a, a run of bad luck for me. So, um, I, looked up, I admired it on draft night, by the way. I mean, I sat back and maybe that was just, you know, in our acquaintance, I was like, well, I like Ron a lot, you know, and I'm just, you know, I'll put all my eggs into his basket always, you know, but I, I thought it was surprising to see your record sit how it is right now. And, you know, there's some injuries built up on there. So, you know, Crowder, he'd slip right on in fine. Yep, I think so too. Uh, and he's out there, guys. So if, if you are looking for a guy to pick up and to put in your flex position this week, um, he's 38% uh, in in Yahoo rostered and 29% in ESPN. So he's out there in some of those waiver wires. You might want to check and make sure. Uh, he won't be available in my much longer unless Josh is actually adding him right now. Uh, no, which we're is, all right. I got I got enough stock at the uh, the wide receiver there. I just kind of left him out. It wasn't enough for me, and it was enough to I, I I went waffled back and forth between it, but it wasn't enough to pull the trigger on him. He's like show prep or how to win the league. I'm sure we all have FOMO on Apple and Google and all those major stocks, Microsoft, that all hit and we did not have a single piece of them. Well, do you actually have FOMO over a stock and a guy like Patrick Mahomes or Christian McCaffrey? Well, now Prediction Strike makes that a real possibility that you don't have to have FOMO over that anymore. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. It's like Robin Hood and DraftKings had a baby. <laughs> Prediction Strikes lets fans create portfolios of their favorite athletes so they can make money and get even closer to the game. Don't just bet on your favorite players. Start investing in them. Simply download Prediction Strikes new and easy to use app from the App Store or sign up at PredictionStrike.com to create an account. Use the code SGPNFF, then deposit funds to buy, sell, and hold shares of your favorite players just like you would real stocks. The value of players will change based upon game performance and supply and demand and you can trade your shares of players at any time as long as the player isn't currently in a game. Sign up with the promo code SGPNFF to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. Look, you're picking anyways, so why not turn your picks into real cash with Prize Picks? It's my favorite daily fantasy app. It's fast and it's easy and it all starts with Prize Picks. Simply pick two to five players and decide if they will go over or under their stat projection. The more players you pick, the more you can win. It's up to 10 times your money. Prize picks is the only way I play. And of course, use our promo code SGP to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. That's prize picks, promo code SGP. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there is always a catch. So when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month, I thought, what's the catch? But after speaking with them and using their service, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. By cutting out retail stores, there's no crazy overhead costs that get passed down to you in the form of those mystery freeze. Instead, Mint just passes on sweet, sweet savings direct to you. For people looking for extra savings, and I know you are because you're one of the listeners that loves extra savings, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone. Don't even get rid of your old one with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone numbers along with all of your existing contacts. And 
If you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven-day money-back guarantee. So switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free. Go to mintmobile.com slash sports SGP. That is mintmobile.com slash sports SGP. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash sports SGP. And of course, don't forget to check out the SGPN app. It is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. You get easy access to all of our picks and our podcasts, just like this one and so many more. So don't forget to toss us an app review. Please leave the show a review. We love to hear what you think of it. And of course, download the SGPN app today. All right, (laughs) let's move on to Devonta Smith. Uh, The Eagles are using him, and it almost looks like he's uh, a very valuable receiver for them again, this is somebody that you may have already been rolling out um, as your wide receiver too. Uh, but for some people, he's sitting there as a as a waiver or not a waiver wire, but a, a pick a flex pick every week. And after last week, I think he's going to be a very popular play in that wide receiver two territory. Uh, so I probably don't have to tell you. But before that, I mean, it wasn't looking like he was he was really all that much of more than a flex player, right? He had that good game in week one. And then sort of fell off the face of the earth until last week. But uh, again, are we buying this against Carolina, Josh? Is this going to continue for Devonta Smith? And should we roll him out as a flex this week? Well, first off, go Birds. I'm a diehard Eagles fan, so this hits this hits right home with me. Um, I not only roster him in my heart, but I roster him in the real life uh, in my fan in our fantasy league, and I roll him out as well, not just my flex, but my number two. Um, there is a little home homeboy love there that he gets from me, you know, that might go a little farther than it should, but you know, that's, that's whatever. And for another day, uh, I'll roll with them because I like, I like Hertz. Um, I like the, that their backs up against the wall right now. They haven't really had consecutive games where, uh, people have been keeping up with the stats before, you know, the last week and really hit or miss as far as the players on their offense. They've got some banged up offensive linemen. So I, I, I think that the running game isn't going to be where it's at as far as the attempts. I mean, shoot, they only ran the ball like three times like two weeks ago. Um, I, I'll roll with him. I like him. He's a deep threat. You know, one catch, he could you know put up 80 yards on your team there and a touchdown. And that's, that's all you need. And I'll roll with them. I I wouldn't really be too confident with them if I wasn't an Eagles fan, but I'll roll with them. Um, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. I mean, again, against Carolina, I think I'm okay, uh, with that. And just like you said, I think Hertz is getting a little bit more confident every week, every week, every week. I I don't know though. I, I mean, you could throw all kinds of data at me, but I'm still not 100% sold on Hertz. I just don't see consistency in in Hertz that makes me confident enough to want to play him or anybody on the Eagles with consistency. Um, and again, somebody's got to catch the ball. Devontae Smith has proven that he's good enough to do that. Um, seven times for 122 yards again last week. It was a very big day for him. Um, but you know, when you have three catches, when you've put what five points up, three points up a couple of days, uh, just to me, I don't know. I'm still, I'm still iffy on Devonta Smith. Um, and if I have him, hopefully I have better options to roll out. But uh, if you're in a pinch, Devonta Smith 
could be a good flexible guy going forward. Another guy I'm not 100% sold on still yet, but I know that the the folks out there love this name, love his potential, love what he can do. But so far, again, in, in it's two-game sample size, but you got one good, you got one bad. And for Odell Beckham Jr., the glory days are behind him. I'm going to just go ahead and say it that way. Uh, the glory days are behind him. So if you're going to sit with Odell Beckham and try to figure out which weeks to flex him, um, you are in for a very, very disappointing life. They're going against the Chargers this week. So very well could be that Baker Mayfield has to sling the ball around to keep up with Justin Herbert. But I don't know that Odell's getting enough of what I need out of him. I mean, he's getting the looks, but he's not producing, right, Josh? No, you, you're very right. Um, those old days of, you know, the one-handed you know, spectacular catch and, you know, the, the legs aren't there. I, I truly don't think the legs are there. He missed so much time coming back from the injury. He's only played two games. You know, maybe he'll be in his peak form by the middle season, three quarters of the way through. But even then, that's pretty much a lost season uh, at that rate. So, no, he, he gets none of my eggs in his basket. Um, I, I, I would sit him. I'm not a fan. I was never a fan of him to begin with, you know, just personally him being coming from the Giants. I know he's been on the Browns for some time now, but people don't forget. Um, I, I, I just, I don't, it, it doesn't sit right with me. I wouldn't trot him out there. Um, yeah, I'd sit him, sit him folks. You know, and it's, it's crazy because you might be in a situation where you're deciding between a guy like Odell Beckham and Kenny Galladay. Um, and if that's, that's where you are, that'd probably be my threshold. Like I, I, yeah. I know that Kenny Galladay has been, in flashes somebody that you love to see but i think that might be my threshold right there is if you're sitting between like a guy like him or maybe even cole beasley like odell or cole beasley um i would probably roll on the odell beckham side than the cole beasley side even though we again know that cole beasley could very well put up giant numbers uh for the bills um you know i hate to say because i was heavy on cole beasley yeah that's given to you know beckham he could drop like I said, he could drop big numbers. He's done it before. It's not something that would completely surprise everyone. It would surprise me a little bit given, you know, the bounce back year he's trying to have. But uh, it wouldn't completely take me by surprise. Well, and that's a headache that I don't want. I mean, that's why I don't really take Odell Beckham. Much like Josh Gordon, um, who, again, this is not on the column. <sighs> We talked about him uh, uh, last episode of, of, of a Josh Gordon comeback. But again, that's a, that's a headache I don't want. I don't want to have to think, who do I start over Odell Beckham every week? Or can I start Odell Beckham every week? I just, I don't want that. I don't need that. I wouldn't start him this week. And I don't know that uh, I would start him ever. I'll, I'll be okay losing if I'm going against him. Uh, if I didn't take him. Because at least I'll know that I stood behind my principles. Yeah, for sure. I'm with you there. Uh, so, uh, all right. Last but not least, Devonta Parker. Uh, again, this Miami team is is not necessarily on the upswing, obviously, with Tua being out. But uh, Parker got himself a decent amount of work last week and has had at least, what, seven targets so far all season long. Obviously, the production has not necessarily been uh, consistent, but he got a touchdown. He got 77 yards. He caught four passes. Um, are we seeing a Devonta Parker that we can put in our flex position, or is this another Odell Beckham-esque nightmare that we're trying to stay away from? 
He's definitely not an Odell Beckham. Uh, I would support him and give him the thumbs up. He's been so consistent as far as putting up the numbers. I know it's early in the year, but if you're, we're talking consistency, he's been the one. Um, even without Tua, he still came out and you know had what like, and he still had four receptions, and that's the lowest he's gone all season. I mean, the highest has been five, but he was hitting it four, five, four, four. And, you know, 40 yards or plus on each one of those. So zero touchdowns, that'll come. The touchdowns will come, uh, maybe not in bunches or anything like that. And it won't maybe explode the stat line, but he's bound to have two, maybe three, four touchdowns, you know, at least this year. Uh, This week, I would, I'd I'd say safe for a touchdown. Um, Go ahead and mark him down. Give my projection for Parker, my six catches, 85 yards and a touchdown. Ooh, that's pretty. So, uh, that's you know, pretty for rough, your, yeah, for your slot there, for your flex, it's pretty good. I, I would, I would take that. Um, I'd take that for a starter, to be quite honest. But uh, I, I've been a big fan of Devonte. Yeah, we actually we watched as as New England had a little bit of success against Tampa in that passing game, right? I mean, we saw Jacoby Meyer do a couple of good things, um, and, and it's not as if. Uh, Miami can't do that as well. I mean, again, it's Jacoby Brissett. But then again, I mean, it was uh, um, a rookie quarterback too in New England going against Tampa Bay. Uh, so this Tampa, uh, this Tampa defense can be exploited. And look, here's the thing: Miami gonna have to throw this game. They're gonna have to throw. There's no way that they're gonna get away with not throwing the ball. And Devonta Parker, obviously, like you said, is is consistently in that four catch range. And all he needs is a couple of big ones to, to actually pay off. Um, you know, if you look at the first, what, the first four games of the season, in week one, his, his yards per reception, he had 20.3 yards per, per reception. Um, that was pretty big. And then last week, it was 19.3 yards per reception uh, with the law, that long of 42. So it's not that they're just, you know, dinking and dunking to him. They're taking some shots to Devonta Parker. And I think if Devonta Parker... Um, can can I guess deliver on what he's what he's got going on right now? Uh, obviously, a flex consideration for you. Um, if not a wide receiver three, if you're starting three wide receivers, slam him in there and then put somebody else that we talked about. Um, go pick up uh, the Jamison Crowder out there and slide him in your flex position. So, um, yeah, I'll take Parker. Like I said, that's that's a good call. You know, with the uh, with the home run, he could hit a home run at and that's that's their guy that they're looking to do that. So, yeah, Parker, you got you got two thumbs up for me, guy. Hey, and and to be honest with you too, he's kind of a waiver wire guy as well. He's out there in six out of ten leagues in Yahoo. Uh, you know, not so readily available on ESPN, but if you're if you're on a Yahoo, he's out there six out of ten leagues. Go check and make sure if if uh, Devonta Parker's out there. If you're frustrated and if you're missing, you know, uh, a guy. Let's say you just lost. Um, I don't know anybody that just got injured in this last round of, of like, let's say you lost DJ Chark, right. And you're looking for somebody to, to, to throw in just as a, a filler for the week. Filler. Um, yeah. So He's a good filler. I believe, I believe that's it. So, uh, all right, Josh. Wow. That was 10, man. How was your experience on the SGP and fantasy football podcast? Man, it's been a blast. Uh, I got to spend my lunch doing this. So it's been the best lunch I've had in a long time. I wish we could sit and do this in real time, you know, real life. But, you know, virtual calls fine with me. As long as I get to see that face of yours, you get to talk to my favorite guy on sports radio. 
I'm good to go, man. Thanks for having me. I uh, love it. And he gets an A, even though we're not in the same class anymore and I'm not teaching him anymore. He gets an A. So, uh, our, <laughs> yeah, you will. Uh, all right. Well, then, uh, yeah, that's it. We'll uh, pull the plug on this one. Josh, little pitch out there. Where can people find you on social media if they want to follow you for some good fantasy advice going forward in life? Yeah, so um, I'm on Instagram right now. Uh, I kind of took a lot of my social media profiles down, just redo them a little bit. But you can find me on social media, uh, Instagram, Joshua Belding, Joshua underscore Belding. Um, and then you just keep checking my profile and you'll see my Twitter uh, headline pop back up and stuff like that. I'm just retooling a few things. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. He is a budding industry professional and he will continue to climb in this space. Keep an eye on him. He's fiery. He's Josh Belding. Again, thanks for listening to the show. Uh, good luck in your matchups this week. Make sure to wake up early for that London game. Uh, and until then, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully you win your matchups. Hopefully I get back on the winning side of things. Um, I don't want another disaster like what happened in the Scott Fishbowl League. But uh, anyways, that's good. Happy flexing, everybody. And until next time, let it ride. Let it ride.